Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Bent with the Chris and Sandy Show. We get up close and personal with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I see on every episode, we've got a great show for you. We've yes. got We've got Emery Bingham. She started her YouTube channel when she was just seven years old. She has a background in modeling, acting, singing, and her goal is to be an inspiration for everyone out there trying to achieve their dreams. And we're excited to have her on today. Yes. So, Emory, welcome to the show. Yes, welcome. Thank you for having me. <laughs> it's our pleasure to have you on. Um, I always like to start the show out the same as I always do. At least we're in a tough time right now. And hopefully one day I don't have to start it like this. But how has COVID affected you? And what have you done to kind of maneuver through this crazy new maze? Well, I mean, the biggest it affected me, honestly, like performing, because I do like to perform. Otherwise, I don't leave my house. But I, <laughs> I do <laughs> a lot of Zoom concerts now. Like I'll do like I'll schedule Zoom things so I can like still perform just from home. But it's like it definitely it sucks. But look, you have to wait. You know, uh, one thing I've noticed that I think is going to be uh, great for the future for artists. Is as you know, a lot of artists I've noticed are doing like these online concerts where people pay five, ten bucks to attend it. Well, imagine that when everything comes back to whatever normal is, um, that you have concerts, but you can now combine it with the online side. So now you can do your face-to-face concert, but still have all the online world too with you. Yeah, I think that's a really good idea. I think um, I think it can like change. I think it's going to change like real concerts forever. I think people are going to like live stream a lot more. <laughs> and, and you know, that's like with us. You know, we launched this show January of 2020, so a couple months before um, COVID. And I remember thinking our you know our original plan was to do 100 interviews our first year, and we thought if we could do that, it would be great. And um, then COVID happens. Yeah. And and I was like, okay, um, this is a game changer for our show. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's just go all out because artists like you are going to need a place to talk with everything shutting down. And because of that, we did over 300 interviews last year. Wow. <laughs> so it's definitely been a game changer for us. Oh, it has. Definitely. <laughs> so what are some hobbies you like to do outside of music? Um, I like to do a lot of makeup, and I like to like just talk to my friends and like play with my dog. Um, but mostly, mostly makeup. I do makeup a lot. Oh well, wow. and don't you do two um, things on YouTube with that too? Yeah, I do some makeup tutorials sometimes. Oh, cool! Oh, awesome. <laughs> hey, Square Table, what's up to you too? Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's one cool thing about the Streamyard. You can have sometimes if a guest wants to make a comment, you can pull it right up there. Oh wow. <clears throat> so what would you say is something quirky about you? Um, I, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I play a lot of Roblox, so that might be something. I play with my friends a lot. That might be, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, a lot of people would ask, when, you wanted, when did you know you wanted to do music? Um, I always like you to go deeper than that. When did it click that this could actually be a career choice for you? I don't know. I don't think, like, I think I just kind of, when I was seven, I, like, was, I found YouTube for the first time when I was, like, four, and I was, like, watching all these videos, and I was, like, I want to do that, and then I just did it. I never really, I never really was, like, oh, I want to be a singer. Just I was just always, like, like yeah, I'm going to be a singer. Like, I'll just do that, so I don't know. It never really, like, clicked. It just kind of has always been like that. 
<clears throat> that's really cool because you know sometimes people have that where they know they want to do it but then there's that point in their career where they're like oh i can actually make money doing that. <laughs> yeah. so um tell us a little bit about you know when you started the youtube at seven what were your thoughts then because i mean that's really young i mean how did it you is, even think about seven um well i wanted to do it when i was like four and my mom was like <laughs> No. <laughs> and I had like no idea how to upload. I was filming things and I was like four and like five and six. And I have so many videos of me just like doing random things. And I don't know. I don't know. I was just like, I want to upload these because I watched other people do it. And I was like, I want to be like them. And oh, so I would post videos. And then when I finally turned seven, I was like, let's actually figure out how to upload these because they're all in my thing. So then yeah. I figured it out. We figured out how to do upload things and um i uploaded my first video which i think was like a mermaid potion tutorial or something and the or it was like me singing like a song for mulan but yeah i was just kind of watching everyone else do it and i was just like i'm gonna do that oh wow and for those that are watching on the live or replayed later on um she has over three hundred thousand youtube subscribers so yeah she's doing something right yes that's quite an achievement <laughs> there you know very, you know, because it's you know a lot of people don't understand. And, you know, YouTube subscribers not it's not like Facebook. You know, right. three hundred thousand Facebook likes is way different than getting three hundred YouTube subscribers. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> and you know that so that's for such a young age. That's, now, do you have times where you're out? And you don't, you're not taken seriously because of your age, because, you know, you've got this big dream, you've got the dreams where you know where you want to go. And sometimes people can be mean and cruel because you already know where you want to go at 13. Oh, definitely. I think that's like the majority of like what it is. Like a lot of comments I get are like, you're so young. Like, what are you doing? Like, what, like you're literally uh -huh. old. You don't even know. And then like, I'm sure like a lot of things that I could be doing, like, I can't because I'm 13. They're like, she's just a kid. She doesn't know, like, much. And I'm like, yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always try to correct people. I mean, I've seen that on Facebook a lot mm -hmm. where people will say, um, you know, you should be a doctor or should be a lawyer. And I'm always like, you know what, if, you know, because I remember so many, I've seen someone post talking about how, in the, um, that they hate the whole YouTube thing and TikTok thing. Right. And I'm like, look, you just hate it because you didn't have this when you were younger. Yes. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, they call it, uh, I seen someone call someone on TikTok lazy because they want to make money just doing TikToks. And, and I'm sitting there like, um, wouldn't we all want to do that? Yeah. I mean, isn't that, wouldn't that be the ideal to be able to have fun, make money and also make a difference all in one without having to go to that nine to five? I mean, it makes total sense to me. It does. Yeah, I think, I think so too. I think, <laughs> I mean, I see, I see a lot of hate on TikTok specifically just because people are like, oh, they make money just dancing. But like, if you're entertained by them dancing and if you're mad about it, they're, you're watching it still. So it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Form of entertainment. And it's still, and it's entertainment. That, that's what, I think that's what people are forgetting. You know, you turn on a TV and it's okay for that actor or actress to make a million dollars. But it's not okay for someone who's entertaining through the internet yeah. to make money. That makes no sense. Right, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, as you know, a lot, you know, 
a lot of people, they look up to, they see the glory of like a Blake Shelton, of a Miranda, of a Carrie, of an Ariana Grande and all that. Um, but they don't see the grind, the sacrifice, the tears, the struggles that it takes not just to get to their level, but even a career level within the entertainment world. And I always want to talk about that because I think nobody really talks about this side of it. And that may be what's part of the misconception that we were just talking about. Could be. You know, about, oh, y'all don't do nothing. But y'all do. Y'all sacrifice so much. I'm going to tell a quick story that kind of helped guide where I want this to go. But back in 2014, we interviewed Allison Steele from Two Steel Girls. And at that time, her and her daughter was full time with music. And I remember asking Allison what advice she'd give it up to coming artists. And I'll never forget what she said. She said, this may sound funny coming from someone full time, but if you can see yourself doing something else, go do that and just keep this as a hobby. She goes, because the moment you want this to be a career, everything has to change. Your life has to change. You no longer own your own life. Your friends and relatives never understand. They invite you to weddings, the cookouts, the weekends, the holidays. But when you're in that grind mode, especially at the beginning, you're, you have to be all in. You have to say yes to everything that's music related and no to almost everything that's not. So there's really no balance at the very beginning. And a lot of people don't understand that. Then your family has to sacrifice because they have to be willing to share you with the world. But then she added, but if you cannot see yourself doing anything else, then go all in. That's the only way that those kind of sacrifices could ever be worth it. What do you think of what she said? Let's talk about that. I think she's right. I <laughs> like... I feel like I can't see myself doing anything else. Like I've done this for like so long, and like when I think, and I when I people are like, "Oh, where do you see yourself in ten years?" I'm like, hopefully, more music is out. Like I don't think I could do anything else. Like I, I mean, yeah. Like you have to, you have to be willing to like play the game that you have to play to get there. And it's like so, it's very hard to get into the music industry, and I'm not even like in it yet. I don't think at all. <laughs> like. Um, and so it's just a typical thing and it's like years and years and years and years. And that's the part that people don't understand because, you know, you know, you see people who make it to the top, all of a sudden they come out the gate and they're big and they think it's an overnight success. And it's actually 10, 15 years of work before they get there in most cases. Yeah, definitely. People are like, oh, she got famous overnight. It's like, no, like she was probably working for a long time before then. Because <laughs> we know the the thing too. Because you know we we're chasing the same dream you are, but on a different platform with our show. We want to be the Bobby Bones, the Kelly Clarkson show. You know the Ty Bentleys out there. We we're chasing that same dream, so we get it that you you're doing all this work and work and work, and there's like no return at the beginning of the career. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, YouTube like you can kind of. I feel like once you have a platform, you can kind of like start to do things like that you like. And then like some people will like it, some people won't. But like at first, you definitely have to like just even if you don't like it, you just got to like do it and just do what everyone likes. And then once people see you, then you can like do what you want to do. I love that. <clears throat> so now that we talked a little bit about the sacrifice side, let's talk about the glory side. What are some moments where you're like, wow, I got to do that in my career? Uh, probably just any time I perform. That's like my favorite thing, but it's also like terrifying. But I, like, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I just any yeah. And then like meeting a lot of 
my supporters is like a lot of fun and it's usually like going to those like conventions that you can't go to right now but when they're there like it's um it's a lot of fun um meeting your supporters and like um performing but yeah i think that yeah oh my god i guess that's got to be tough not being to go to conventions events and all that right now yeah with, with the whole COVID and all that it's really just it's really taken aback for the <coughs> entertainment industry and it's you know it's been you know we definitely feel for all the entertainers oh, who do. get out yeah. there and now they can't right yeah <coughs> and you're going to perform a song for us right yes i am oh awesome so tell us a little bit about yes. the song and then the floor is yours mm -hmm. so it's called jealousy and it's a song it's kind of like it's kind of just about like the internet and stuff and like what sorry i'm pulling it up but it's kind of just like about the internet and like what people act like in the internet <laughs> yeah or like friends that you think are your friends and they're not that's kind of what it is almost like what we just talked about <laughs> yes Okay. Floor is yours. Yes. You guys are on mute. 
<laughs> Don't you love technology? I thought yeah, I clicked. Automatically mute, so he forgot to unmute. I, I, I had it muted. And I, was, yeah. and I clicked it, but I didn't realize it didn't. <laughs> love the song. Great job. Thank you. So speaking of that song and jealousy mm-hmm. and all that, and trolls on social media, oh, so you being trolls. a young artist, a lot, you know, because we in our day we didn't have all this social media. So, right. Yeah. I mean, you still had mean people, but it's yes, different. It's a little different because now people can hide behind um, the computer. How do you handle the troll side? Um. I mean, I think it can be difficult at times. Like, I think a lot of people think like, "Oh, you have to act like it doesn't bother you at all." And I thought that for a while too, but it's like no, because like it does at some sometimes when right. like but like for me it doesn't always because there's people they don't even have a profile picture or a username and they're just like you can't oh, sing you're ugly you're gonna get nowhere and it's just like who are you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we don't even know who you are. <laughs> Yeah, and, and, you know, and I never understand that, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, you know, I seen a meme not long ago on Facebook that says, I I saw something I disagreed with, and I kept on scrolling because that's the way I roll. And I was like, I love that. I love that. That's what <laughs> everyone should do. That, yeah, that should be. It's just like, if you hate it so much, just <laughs> don't yes. look at it. And, like, I do the, like, like I said, Roblox earlier. I did, like, the, I do, like, Roblox concert stuff, and people join, and they're like, <laughs> sucks this is so awful it's like well you don't like it like absolutely (laughs) it's crazy what people and sometimes i'm guessing people just have no life that they just they have to try to pull other people down because to make them feel better that's really really a lot of times i think between that and they've went through pain themselves and they don't realize that they're doing the same thing sometimes Uh, yeah like if you're if you're happy you wouldn't do that Exactly. exactly. <clears throat> so as you know, a lot of pe- people see the artists, but they don't see the teams behind the artists. And I think that the teams never get the love no. they deserve. So if you want to take a few moments, tell us about the team that helps you be who you are. Well, it's definitely mostly like me and my grandma. And then like my, there's a guy that I work with named Trey. Um, his Instagram is T R E three A C E. I think I said that right. Okay, um, but he he writes um, the lyrics to most of my songs or like my last my my recent ones. And my producer's name is Rob, and he, his Instagram is um, Zen Master Rob. Producer, and then I also do like my music videos. The videographer is usually someone named Kyle. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Oltoff, <laughs> Kyle Oltoff. So those are like the most people, and then obviously like my grandma and my mom and like my sister. But- so, so tell us a mom story. You probably got a thousand of them, but tell us a story that kind of stands out where she went above and beyond for your career, and you're like, wow, she gets this is my passion. Uh, my grandma, it's usually my grandma, because my mom, like, my mom, you know, she's supportive, but she, like, can't handle L.A. She's like, I can't. Uh. But my <laughs> grandma, like, is, oh, like, my grandma usually, like, she does all, like, the connection stuff. She sets up everything. Oh, wow. And she, like, like, whenever, like, there's an event, she'll, like, always, like, take me there and stuff. So, like, she's always been, like, pretty, she's always been really supportive. Oh, cool. Because awesome. uh, I love to hear family stories because, uh, you know, a lot of artists that we've, you know, that we know um, usually don't have the family connection at all. 
And and usually they're they're like, well, if you're not going to be a doctor, lawyer, they almost want to shun the person. And I never understand that because I'm always like, well, what if this is that one thing that they're supposed to do and you're trying to push them another way? I don't understand that. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, speaking of teams, we've got a third co-host, our little nine-year-old. Sandy's going to go get him real quick. Christopher, I will get him. And we've got a two-year-old daughter that when she gets older, she'll be plugged in the show because we are a family affairs show. That's cool. <laughs> in fact, what's funny is because I always say we're a family affairs show, uh, we recently, not long ago, locked in the name familyaffairmedia.com. So we're going to eventually run on everything under family affair media. Oh, wow. That's cool. Okay. <clears throat> kind of, that's my little dog. <laughs> hi. Hi. Hi, this is ah, doggy. Look at doggy. Oh, hi. <laughs> Say hi. Hi, doggy. <laughs> and, and, and hi, Emery. <laughs> so what's your favorite food? My favorite food? Yes. Um, my favorite food is probably um probably macaroni. <laughs> and what's yours? Mine is pizza. Yeah, I like pizza, too. <laughs> he could eat it all day long if we gave it to him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's got two more questions. Okay. 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 So, uh, what's your favorite TV show? My favorite TV show? I don't really watch TV, but I've watched Dance Moms for a while, so I'd probably say Dance Moms. <laughs> yeah, we watched a lot of that. Yeah, we watched a lot of those. Yeah. <laughs> and one of them, one of the um, Dance Moms kids we might be having on the show in a few months. Can't say yeah. who yet, but right. but we've been reaching out to them, so hopefully we can get them on. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and you know what's your favorite TV show? Uh, my mine is SpongeBob. <laughs> SpongeBob. Yeah, he loves SpongeBob. We watch it. What's been cool about it because he watches a lot of Nickelodeon shows. Because of this show, we've been able to bring on a lot of people from his shows onto the show. So that's been. I'm like, I wish I'd had that when I was young. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. And he's got one more question. Okay. What's your What's your favorite movie? My favorite movie, uh, probably probably Halloween. Ooh, <laughs> what's yours? My My favorite movie is the Minion movie. Uh, Despicable, Despicable Me. Movie. Yes. <laughs> right. Bye. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he definitely loves all that, and um. He loves his little part, and he gets a little upset sometimes um, when sometimes the artist has to leave early, and we're like, you know, all of a sudden he can't be in it. But he's oh, been yes. in almost every one. Yeah, like ninety-eight percent at least. <laughs> uh, look what someone said. They made macaroni and cheese pizza. Ah, uh, we've had that. I've had that at CC's before. It's pretty good. That's that's interesting. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's different. So if you could co-write with any artist, collaborate in any which way, however you want to um, do that, dead or alive, who would it be and what would you want the song to be about? Um, well, I'm sure most people would know this, but Ariana Grande. I, I figured that one. Yeah. Um, but um, I don't know what I'd want the song to be about. I don't know. Like, I just... Either just um either Ariana Grande or like Melanie Martinez, I really like her too. Um, probably I don't know, I don't, I don't know. I'm like running, <laughs> I don't know the song. <laughs> Anything with her, right? 
We yeah. Don't know lost love yet. Uh, yeah, I've never had like a breakup before. So, <laughs> <laughs> so have you ever met her yet? Ariana Grande? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I have. I went to a meet and greet like almost two years ago now. And um, it was scary. I don't remember it. I like blacked out. All right. <laughs> yeah, I told a friend of mine um, about the show coming up. And, he and I was like, you know, I think that she's going to make it like Ariana Grande. Oh, wow. Because you kind of remind me of her. Oh, yes. Absolutely. But I hope. Thank you. <laughs> so um, what's been one of the craziest moments you've had since you've been um, doing all this? Um, it's been a lot. Let me think. <laughs> Um, craziest moment I don't know probably I think like the thing that like shocked me the most I'd say was probably like seeing how I don't know if I how to say this without sounding rude like like there's how um yeah when people like see me and they're like kind of get like they like recognize me in public I'm just like what? Like, why? Like, like I remember the first time someone was like, can I, can I get a picture with you? And I was like, why? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's definitely, like, was like, oh, whoa. <laughs> like walking on the streets of Hollywood. Oh, uh, yeah, like walking on Hollywood Boulevard and then people are like, can I get a picture? I'm just like. Oh, wow. <laughs> <clears throat> so you're starting to be recognizable. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's like like I said, it's it's definitely coming. I believe that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, t in 2015, we got to interview Kelsey Ballerini before she was kind of known. And one of the questions I asked her was where she wanted to be in five years. I always like to tell this story before I ask the guest that same question because the answer she gave us all, uh, about six years ago was – almost to the T of what she's living now. She knew where she was going and nothing was going to stop her. So knowing that, where do you want to be in five years? Touring. I really want to tour. COVID better end. Oh my God. I want to tour so bad, but I can't obviously right now because um, of COVID and also just, you know, but um, I'd love to tour and hopefully have an album out. <laughs> that would be really awesome. <clears throat> so, Let's look even further down the road. Let's look 15 years down the road. Let's say that you're a success on a grand scale. You're at the Ariana Grande scale. You're there. If the person you are today could meet your future successful self, what would you today want to remind her? Um, be, stay humble. <laughs> like, don't, I can't, like, oh, God, I, I cannot imagine, like, I'd never want my me to be anything like some of these people act like <laughs> stay humble i guess well that's that that's definitely a good one a lot that's usually what people because again the purpose of me asking that particular because you know, a lot of people they ask what would you tell your younger self and mm -hmm. even though you're 13 i i even asked this new question to no matter what age you are, because I, I, I like to look into the future. Mm -hmm. And I always want to make that point where whatever you would tell your future self or remind your future self kind of helps them remind them where they are now. Yeah, that's so scary. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I 
How would you describe your music to someone who's never heard it before? Oh gosh, I don't know. Um, uh, they're all like kind of different. I would say uh, a little, a little odd. Um, alternative. Al alternative, I'd say. Um, pop. pop, yeah, pop, but also alternative. Um, a little, like I said, a little weird. Um, <laughs> I don't, I, I don't know. Yeah, and somebody asked, um, she thought about doing something like Rebecca Black. That's the girl who sings, it's Friday. Friday. Yes, that was, yes. Um, Laura Lemon. Um, no, I <laughs> Who inspires you the most as an artist? Um, all the singers, like, I look up to, like, like I said, like, Ariana Grande, Melanie yeah. Martinez, Madison Beer. Madison Beer, yeah. <laughs> and what would you like for your legacy to be? What would you ultimately like to be known for? Singing. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I love that. So um, let's say you had a friend of yours and you heard him or her sing and they've got something special. As Simon Cowell would say they have that it factor. Um, but they, they've played maybe 40 or 50 shows, so they're still getting their feet wet on the performance side. Um, what advice would you give that person if they, they got on stage, they, they have that stage bug where they look over the crowd, the crowd's roaring for them, and they come to you and they ask you what advice you'd give for them. So what would you tell them to help guide them the next few years? Um, uh, don't hold back at all. Like, what? Like I've... I'm, I've said things like that to people because I feel when I see people who are like really like talented and stuff I like and they like aren't doing anything about it I like get so irritated I'm like what are you doing like you, you're <laughs> doing so well right now and you're just like don't like don't be don't let yourself be the reason that you're not like doing very well I guess I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah. I love that. A lot of people let fear hold them back. I mean, even mm -hmm. with this show, I think in 2019, I, we spent the whole year, I kept saying, we're going to launch. We're going to launch. And we did like three interviews yeah, just through Facebook, but it wasn't mm -hmm. with the Chris and Sandy show. And and finally, at the end of 2019, I told Sandy, you know what? 2020 is our year. We're launching January 3rd. That's it. And we did it. And we, did do it. And we look Finally. back now with almost 400 interviews, and we've had people like Randy Travis, Sarah Evans, Allie Brooke, um, mm -hmm. and people like you coming on. And we're just sitting there like, okay, what if we didn't do this? We would not have had a, the show that we've had. Yeah, I think that can be like the biggest struggle with people. It's like they're too scared, but like. Don't. I've never really been afraid because I was seven. I couldn't be afraid when I was seven. Like I, it's just like when I was like seven, I was just like, well, but then I Let's just, just do it. it. And that's the good thing about starting so young to where you just do it because the older, the older you get, the more fear because the world and the puts more you, what ifs you and have, what ifs yeah. and all these people are in your head. But at seven, you know what? Let's just do it. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> what happens. So by the time you get to 13, you're now like, okay, um, there's no fear because you've done this all your life. Right. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so what's next for you? 
Um, as much music as I possibly can put out. Um, I'm gonna be, I'm releasing a video um, in like a few days. I'm like tr trying to cook or like bake for the first time, and it's um tragic. Oh, wow. Um, but there, <laughs> there's that. Um, just trying my best to put out like every song I can. <laughs> Love that. And, you know, we really enjoyed having you on the show today. So if you want to tell everybody how they can find you, that'd be great. Um, my Instagram is emrybeofficial. So is my TikTok and my YouTube is emrybingham. Awesome. You know, we really loved having you on the show today. We look forward to having you back for some updates. Yeah, thank you so much. I would have, be happy to come back. That would be awesome. Yes, we'd love that. You have a great day. Yeah, you too. Bye.